Welcome to the Husband Material Podcast, where we help Christian men outgrow porn. Why? So you can change your brain, heal your heart, and save your relationship. My name is Drew Boa, and I'm here to show you how. Let's go. Today, we are talking about preventing relapse. Basically, how to stop using porn, which is pretty important, right? Some of you might be wondering, Drew, why haven't you done an episode on this directly before? The reason why is because relapse prevention, also known as behavior modification, is not a reliable indicator for long-term freedom, for true healing, for deep transformation, because it's a surface level indicator. It can be a sign of growth or not. Sometimes you can go for a while without porn, because life got really easy or you ended up in a different environment. Sometimes you can have so much beautiful growth and you don't see the results in your behavior. I believe true life change is not focused on avoiding the bad stuff, you know, preventing relapse and staying away from porn. It's actually focused on pursuing what we were created for, on becoming the men of God we were made to be. In some ways, Relapse prevention is actually a long-term byproduct of that. It's kind of like happiness. If all you're focused on life is becoming happy and trying not to be unhappy, you will be miserable. And in the same way on your journey to freedom from porn, if all you're focused on is preventing relapse, you will be miserable and you'll be constantly in a state of relapse. So on the one hand, it's a long-term byproduct. And on the other hand, it's also a short-term skill which you can develop, which you can improve, especially when you have the right tools. So today, you will learn my top three proven power tools. These tools have been the foundation of preventing relapse in my life for the last five and a half years and in the transformation I've been able to see with my private clients. And guess what? Each of these three tools starts with the letter F. Power tool number one is the faster scale. The Faster Scale was created by an addiction counselor named Michael Dye many years ago, which you can read more about in his workbook, The Genesis Process. But it became more popular through Pure Desire Ministries. I like to think of the Pure Desire guys as the masters of faster, and they use it all the time in their groups using their Seven Pillars workbook. The Faster Scale is a relapse prevention tool. I like to think of it more accurately as a relapse prediction tool, because by using the Faster Scale, you can predict a possible relapse up to a week in advance. The main insight I get from the faster scale is that relapse is never random. It follows a very predictable step-by-step -step pattern and the faster scale breaks down that pattern into five steps, F, A, S, T, E, and R. And the most amazing thing about this is that if I can locate myself on that scale and realize that my relapse process has begun way before acting out, then I can make a change early and avoid a relapse that would have happened three days later. Pretty cool, huh? Here's a brief overview of the faster scale. According to Michael Dye, there are two tracks when we are in recovery, one towards restoration and the other in F-A-S-T-E-R leading towards relapse. In restoration, we are being open and honest, processing our emotions, growing closer to God and others and keeping our commitments. When we drift away from that, we enter the faster scale. And the first letter on the faster scale is F, which stands for forgetting priorities. In other words, departing from my true purpose. For example, if I see an angry email from a family member that I do not want to respond to, instead of being honest and open and choosing restoration, 
I procrastinate. I distract myself, scrolling social media and neglecting my family and forgetting my top priorities then leads to A, anxiety. There's this little alarm that goes off in my brain, which Michael Dye calls a background noise of undefined fear that tells me I'm forgetting my priorities. I know I'm not doing what I need to be doing right now, but I don't want to think about that. And this background noise of anxiety gives me a little bit of an edge and that leads to S, speeding up, trying to outrun the anxiety, keep myself as busy as possible so I don't have to think about the pain, the fear, the darkness growing within me. Speeding up looks like feeling driven, always in a hurry, irritable, skipping my basic needs for sleep and food and slowing down. And speeding up then leads to T, ticked off. Now I'm frustrated because I've been speeding up trying so hard, working long hours and I still don't feel better because in reality, I'm still procrastinating on what's most important. And this is beginning to cause problems and consequences in my life. So I end up getting angry with people easily, pushing others away, arguing, feeling like nobody understands and ultimately stuck. Ticked off then leads to exhausted, which is the E of the faster scale. When I'm exhausted, I have no energy. I feel overwhelmed, helpless, tired, numb, wanting to escape, an increase in the cravings for my old coping behaviors and a complete loss of motivation. When I'm exhausted, then this leads to the R on the faster scale, relapse. Returning to the place I swore I would never go again. Feeling like I just can't manage without porn, at least for now. And the result is a reinforcement of those feelings of shame and abandonment which have been driving me and that's why relapse can suck you into a cycle where it's hard to get out. It's important to note that we cannot go backwards on the faster scale. We can either move down F-A-S-T-E-R closer and closer to relapse or get off the scale entirely by choosing restoration, by finally being open and honest, finally processing our emotions, pursuing God and others and keeping our commitments. There are two choices, restoration or faster scale, the road to relapse. Power tool number two is the feeling wheel. Originally developed by Dr. Gloria Wilcox, the feeling wheel allows you to name your emotions. It's basically a big circle with a bunch of words in the middle that you can point at and figure out how you're feeling. This is so important because emotional awareness and intelligence and processing is in some ways the most important part of healing from porn. I mean, if you can learn how to process your emotions in a healthy way, porn will have no power over you. Why? because it's ultimately a mood altering experience. Your unwanted sexual behavior is giving you a chance to not feel something you don't wanna feel and to feel something else that will make you feel better. So if you were able to manage and master your emotions, porn would have no place in your life. The feeling wheel is a great first step towards naming what's going on within me. Name it to tame it. That is the power of the feeling wheel. And my favorite way to use this tool is using a little trick that I got from Troy Haas, who is the director of Hope Quest Ministry Group in Georgia. They provide residential treatment. Troy is great. And he told me with all of his residential treatment patients, he uses this simple formula. I feel blank about blank because blank. Fill in those blanks. Start with the feeling wheel. Identify how you're feeling about what? What's going on in your life right now that is contributing to this feeling? 
and then ask why. I feel angry because of what my dad just did. Why? Now we're getting into your story. This is a great entry point into learning how to process your emotions in a healthy way, which is the power of the feeling wheel. Power tool number three is the floss method. By far the most powerful technique I've ever used in my own life and with my clients. It brings the biggest breakthroughs. It's basically a shortcut to going from the surface level of whatever you're feeling into the story behind it. So when you're using the faster scale and you're using the feeling wheel and you discover anger, you discover anxiety, where is that coming from in your story? The floss method is how you find out. The floss method combines everything I've learned about brain science, psychology, and spiritual formation by putting it all together into a, a very simple shortcut of accessing the story, the memory, the difficult childhood experiences that are driving you to relapse. When you can do that and replace self-contempt with self-compassion, the healing is incredible. So how does it work? The F in the floss method stands for fight, flight, or freeze. These are the three fear responses we have in our brain. And when you get triggered to use porn to relapse, one of those three responses is coming up for you. So it all starts with naming it. Am I in fight? My powering up, feeling angry. Am I in flight? Feeling the need to run away, feeling anxious and unsafe. Or am I feeling the need to freeze? To shut down, to zone out, to completely escape this world and go to another world in my own head. Once you name that fear trigger driving you towards relapse, the next step is L, which stands for lie. I believe underneath every sin there's a fear, and underneath every fear there's a lie. So in L, you ask, okay, what is the lie below this fear? Because if I'm not actually in danger, and I don't actually need to try to control the situation, there's some kind of lie at the root of this. Once you can identify the fear on the surface, the lie that might be lurking below it, then you move on to O. S, which stands for origin story. Basically, you ask yourself the magic question, when have I felt this way before? If you're in my private Facebook group, you will know that I ask this question all the time and it brings up so many stories from the past. When you ask this question, here's an example of what you might find. If you're having a fight response, you might remember a story of when you felt betrayed or violated. If you're feeling a flight response, you might remember a story where you felt unsafe. If you're feeling a freeze response, you might remember a story where you felt powerless and there was nothing you could do. Remembering this origin story will allow you to realize that you're feeling just like that little boy again who was feeling powerless, unsafe, violated in the very present moment when you're being triggered. And that leads us to the last S, which is sadness. Enter that origin story with compassion, with sadness for what you lost, with sadness for the lies that this story taught you, with sadness for the boy within you who's broken. He needs a hug. He needs the love of God to come to him. And that's what sadness allows you to do. It replaces the fear, fight, flight, or freeze, with God's love. So there you have it. The faster scale, the feeling wheel, and the floss method. These are my three proven power tools for preventing relapse. But you wanna know what my number one tip is for supercharging what you just learned? Don't do it alone. Find one of these tools, 
get an ally to go through it with you on the phone or in person, and you will have everything you need to prevent relapse. I'm serious. Actually call someone and go through the floss method together. Do a little feeling wheel exercise. Go through the faster scale. If you do this, you will see results. Preventing relapse will get easier. Good news, my friend. It works if you do it. I didn't say it works if you listen to this podcast and get a bunch of information. No, it works if you actually implement this information. And after you're done with this episode, you go try it out for yourself. Better yet, find a friend. Don't do it alone. And you will experience the power of preventing relapse. When you actually use these tools, especially in connection with another brother in Christ at your side, you will experience change. It will get easier. Preventing relapse is a skill that you can develop, especially with community, with practice, going through the faster scale, the feeling wheel, and the floss method. You will experience deep transformation. You will have the best tools in your toolbox that I have ever known. And notice how I didn't say this information is going to change your life. Information is cheap. Implementation is what gets results. So I dare you, go out there and do it. Use one of these tools. Find a friend to use these tools with you. And in order to help you do that, I actually created a free one-page worksheet called the Relapse Prevention Toolbox. You can download it at the link for this episode. And always remember, my friend, you are already God's beloved son. And in you, he's well-placed. 